Hey friends, this is Rob and welcome to another episode of Give Us This Day Our Daily Guinness. It's the daily episodes of the podcast and today I'm in New Orleans. Check this out. I'm sitting with my wife Sarah and we're here at Cafe Du Monde in the French Quarter and we're crushing some beignets and cafe au lait's. Um, but we just left this record store called Euclid. It's on the east side of the city, and it's this legendary record store with a killer vinyl selection and a cult following. And we just picked out a new album that I'm really pumped about. And as Sarah and I are sitting here, she said something just now that resonated with me. And I think uh, I have a feeling you may uh, be able to relate with it too. So I decided to pull out my microphone and re start recording. And here's what it is. What she just said was that she loves going into record stores and looking over records, but sometimes she feels intimidated by it because uh, there is such a massive selection of names and albums that you've never heard of before. And she says that I don't even know where to start or what I'm looking for. Even it's kind of a, you just kind of realize that you're paralyzed by all the options. Actually, I totally connect with that and actually realize that this being overwhelmed by options, not even knowing where to start or what you're looking for, is actually a main massive factor in keeping maybe you and me from trying new experiences, from finding new music, from uh, actually maybe trying new food at different restaurants. And I just realized just now that going into a bar and ordering cocktails has actually made me better at finding new music. To me, it comes down to learning to ask the right questions. I've got two questions that have helped me and I know will help you, so here's the deal. Let me put a pause on this. It's kind of loud here. Uh, I'm gonna put the microphone away and we're gonna walk back to our hotel and I'll tell you more there. We are currently back in our hotel room. We are staying in the French Quarter at a hotel called the Chateau Hotel. Ooh, ooh the Chateau sounds French. Uh, Sarah, by the way, Sarah said something while we were walking over here that uh, I was trying to figure out how would I explain the French Quarter of New Orleans to someone that hasn't ever been here before. And she said it's actually, it reminds her a lot of a dirty Paris. And I think that is the, the greatest uh, descriptions of this place and it couldn't be more true. So here, here's the deal. Before we dive into finding new music, if you've been following along with this podcast, you know, I just believe that if you're curious enough, you start to see that all things are connected in life. For instance, this isn't just about finding new music. It's about finding new beers, new cocktails, new food to try, uh, you name it. So here's, let me back up. This is where it all started. Uh, I, I want to say it was in June. Tell me if you, uh, if you resonate with this. I found myself going to a bar and wanting to order a cocktail. You have all these options, and you don't even, you want to try something new, but you want to try something that you'll like, so how do you convey to the bartender what you like? How do you figure out uh, what are the, what's like the question to ask? How do you point him in the right direction? The person comes up to you, all of a sudden you got all these thoughts coming in your mind, and the bartender comes up to you, and all of a sudden he's like, hey, uh, can I get you something to drink? And you're sitting here, and you're almost hyperventilating in your own mind, what the hell am I going to order? And you end up, I'll just have an old-fashioned, a good standby. Uh, you end up ordering something, you know, or maybe you just to close your eyes, you point um, at the menu and you say, well, I'll take this cocktail that I've never heard of. To me, I found myself paralyzed with all this 
And I've, I started realizing, okay, there's got to be a better way. How could I approach ordering cocktails or ordering a beer at a bar with curiosity? So I turned to my friends on Instagram and I put on one of my Instagram stories. I said, hey, when you are showing up to a new place, whether it is a bar or a restaurant and you want to try something new, what is a question that you ask the server or the bartender? Or what is, how do you even approach that scenario if you wanna try something new? And two of my friends uh, reached out to me with an answer that stuck with me. I wrote it down instantly and it changed the way that I order food and I order beers and I order cocktails and I just today here in New Orleans realized that it's changed the way I actually find new music when I go to a record store. So here's the deal. Uh, my friend Ian Allison's that if you, by the way, if you've been following along with the podcast, you've heard him on here. He's been on Daily Guinness episodes and a full, a full long conversation that we recorded that was a blast. I'll put a link to that in the show notes below. So check this out. Ian is passionate about sushi. Uh, he not only loves it, but he knows what he's talking about. He's introduced me to a lot of different sushi. I think the first time I actually tried sea urchin uh, was with Ian. Uh, but he said that he used to go in and ask the server or the sushi, when sometimes when you sit at the bar at sushi, you ask them, uh, what do you like? on the menu. Uh, and he said that he started realizing that question would make servers' eyes roll in the back of their head because th th really, it's by saying, by asking what's good on the menu, what you're doing actually inadvertently is you're mentioning that there's a bunch on the menu that's bad. And so it's like, well, where do I start? The entire, what if the entire menu or the beer selection's good? But he said uh, a new, a better question that he began to start asking servers was what's the most adventurous thing on the menu? What on here is going to give me the best experience? And I thought that was so fascinating. I think the music version of this is if you walk into a record store, I like to ask what, in your opinion, is the most underrated album or band that you have in this store? And it's the same thing as asking about the most adventurous thing on the menu. You see someone's face light up. Uh, and I, this actually happened to me just uh, a few hours ago. And I'll, let me, I'll get back to that in a second. But the second response that stuck out to me was by my friend Jorge. He mentioned two questions he liked, likes to ask when he is ordering a cocktail. The first one is he will ask the bartender, what is your favorite cocktail to make? And I think this is really cool and really helpful, especially when you are at a bar, when it's not a, just a selection that they're bringing to you, what's your favorite thing to eat? This is a really helpful question when you are someplace that they're making something. This is so helpful because a bartender oftentimes has a cocktail that they love making, but isn't necessarily ordered all the time, and they usually love making it because it is unique. A lot of times I've asked this question at a bar and they will make me a cocktail that they have invented, that they came up with, that they're excited about, that's not on the menu. So that just opens up a million doors there. But the second question that Jorge uh, gave to me, and I think it's kind of linked with um, with Ian's, one of Ian's questions, uh, but it, it just resonated with me so hard. It sticks in my mind every time I walk into a new place. And the question is this, uh, he also likes to lead by saying that he will tell a bartender that he prefers a spirit-forward cocktail and that whiskey is his spirit of choice. This 
revolutionized the way I ask questions. This wrecked me. This completely wrecked me when it comes to asking questions at a restaurant or a bar or a brewery or if I'm going to a record store. And it all comes down to this thought. When you are asking a server, a bartender, a staff member, a uh, head brewer, when you're asking them for a recommendation for what they think you should order, the first response oftentimes that comes into their mind is, I don't know what to recommend to you because I don't know what you like. I could give you the greatest old fashioned in the world, but if whiskey isn't your deal, if you don't like whiskey, then you're not going to appreciate it or enjoy it. Um, I could give you the most balanced pilsner uh, ever created, a clean, a crisp German pilsner that is perfectly brewed, in one of my opinions, one of the hardest beers to brew. That's just a side note. I could give you one of these, but if you only drink IPAs and you only like beers that are super hoppy, you're not going to appreciate this beer and enjoy it. So the, the most revolutionary thing that's ever happened to me when it comes to asking questions is leading with your preference. Uh, I think this really connects with Ian's second question when he says, uh, what is going to give me the best experience? I think that is a great question if uh, it is following your preference. If you show up and you say, hey, you know, I'm looking for, say, all right, say you're at a brewery and you go up and you don't, you want to try something new. You could say something like, hey, uh, I like really malty beers. I like something really high ABV. I want something big, massive. Is there something here that you'd recommend? Uh, what's gonna? What's something adventurous, kind of in that ballpark that you'd recommend? All right. So, what the hell does any of this have to do with uh, going to a record store and finding new music? Uh, Sarah and I were at the, this legendary record store in New Orleans called Euclid. Sarah and I were talking as we were looking through records and she was saying, you know, I want something local that when I listen to it, I'll remember this week here, uh, but I don't really know what I'm looking for. I don't know if I want a jazz or what necessarily style I want, but I know I want it to be local. So as we're, so as we're looking through records, someone came up to us, asked if we were looking for anything in particular. Uh, by the way, shout out to Lefty who hung out with us, helped us out. But in that moment, I realized uh, the recommendations of Ian and Jorge, and I reminded myself, okay, well, I don't know what I'm necessarily what I'm looking for, but I do have a preference. I should lead with that preference and tell them what I do like, uh, and see if he'll point me in the direction. So this is what I said to him. I said, I have loved the meters for forever. Oh, side note, Sissy Strut is one of my all-time favorite bass lines. Uh, and I told him, you know, I, I also love Galactic. So I told Lefty, I said, I love these two bands. Uh, is there someone else that you'd recommend maybe that I haven't heard of before? And instantly, oh man, this is the coolest thing. Instantly, his eyes lit up, he, a smile came on his face, and he said, oh, yes, I've got, the ex I've got the band you need to listen to. And he went over and he started leafing through records and he pulled out this album. The band's called The Gators. Uh, album was wasted. I think it was like featuring Willie T. Uh, was on the cover. 
He goes, people don't know about this band, but they're incredible. If you like the meters, you will love this. You have to check this out. So, it, he, so he, we found an unro- unopened record, and he put it on one of the, like, the sampling turntables, and we listened to it, and Sarah and I got so pumped because it was exactly, yes, this thing, I didn't know it was exactly what I was looking for, but this music is the exact thing I was looking for. So we asked him a few more questions. He pointed us in the right direction. I ended up getting a, uh, a one of the an original pressing of the meters uh from him i got that so we got that gators and i think we got another uh jazz album so let me end with this Uh, if you are like me and have you ever found yourself in a situation where you're overloaded with options and you don't even know the right questions to ask man it's so crazy how this can lead to embarrassments where you don't want to look like an idiot you don't want to ask questions so often so often i have hesitated from asking questions because i'm afraid i'm going to look like an idiot but i've realized that people want to share their opinion people want to help you out especially if someone's working at a space asking someone their opinion in an intentional way giving them some sort of direction so your question doesn't paralyze them by the way uh doing it in this way uh has opened up so many interesting uh scenarios so i mean that that's what's so cool about this whole idea to me is that it's not a one specific question that you're just going to roll off every single time you're someplace new that you just repeat the same question over and over it's less than a question it's more of a mindset uh lead with preference. If you find yourself overloaded uh, with options, tell the person, hey, this is what I'm digging right now. This is what I normally lean towards. Is there something that you'd recommend uh, that I maybe wouldn't think of or something that you are excited about making right now or you are pumped about listening or you are surprised that everybody hasn't listened to this album because you think it's worthwhile listening to? Uh, man, <laughs> I tell you what, I'm pumped to get back to Minneapolis and listen to this album because I sure as hell would have never discovered it on my own. Okay, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I am so pumped. If you want to stay up to date, I've got, oh man, we got got a few more really cool things, a couple cool interviews happening here in New Orleans later this week. Uh, but if you want to keep following along, head over to thecuriouspod.com or if you've got two seconds, if this question, if this mindset has helped you and you resonate with it, first of all, I would love to hear from you. Uh, if you want to call or text me, the podcast hotline, the number is in the show notes below. I just personally, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if there's anything that you've discovered or you would add, you can hit me up on social media. I'm at the Rob Morgan everywhere on social media. Uh, and it, hey, by the way, if you have two seconds, it would help us a ton if you head over to iTunes and rate, comment, and subscribe on this podcast. On this podcast, if you head over to the podcast on iTunes, rate, comment, and subscribe. That helps us a ton. All right, that's all I got. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and as always, stay curious. 